Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat smiley face. Well, hello and welcome to the China Shop, everyone. Get your wonderful asses inside. I'm shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle creator of financialineptitude.com. Kyle, are you feeling financially inept today? Uh, I'm feeling inept uh, always, but <laughs> in, <laughs> in all I feel aspects. okay. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I had a, a bit of a momentary lapse of reason last weekend, like mm. right after we recorded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I forgot which hand I put the oven mitt on, <gasps> and I forgot the pan was hot. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Okay. I got to say, though, if you don't have, I think it's called Arnica cream or Arnica salve, salve, something like that. If it burns like a motherfucker when you put it on, but like the blistering, like that pan was 425 degrees and I barehanded it. And uh, like the blistering is barely noticeable. And this week's episode brought to you by Arnica burn cream. Yes, they don't sponsor us or anything, but uh, I am 100% believer everybody should have some of that shit in their house. (laughs) Did you get burned by the markets this week? Slather someone on your your account. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make the red go away, but uh, (laughs) it definitely makes the swelling minimal. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Come on to the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, rage against the hedge machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way through a complete set of fine china, sharing those ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains and cutting losses. If you are new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge and resource centers over on financialineptitude.com, or you can give one of our many beginner trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links for you down in the episode description. But uh, best place we like to be and hang out is over on the Discord server. Uh, mm-hmm. Get on there every day with a bunch of really fucking amazing people. Uh, totally free, no paid tiers or access areas, because fuck that shite. And when you do join the server, because there are still people joining the server, Kyle. We, we're I growing know. daily. And when yeah. you do get, get on that server, uh, hit up Kyle, send him an email uh, or, or something. Just let him know uh, where you're at, so he where you want him to mail your smash it yourself swag straight from the China Shop Shop. You know what else they can do when they join that Discord server? Uh, well, I hope it's nothing filthy. No, 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 it's not. No, <laughs> no feet. <laughs> you you said it. I, no, I, I was I referencing the M period challenge. We have prizes now. Oh shit. Yeah, uh, congratulations to Robert, and thanks to Vanta for sponsoring this week's prize. Uh, Robert was able to get two free weeks to their trading Discord room. And then we'll also have uh, some more prizes as we we get some some guests offering things up. That's awesome. That's the time to get in there. 
yeah, if you're trading futures, come join us for that uh, M period challenge on Fridays. It's it's wild. It's a good time. And uh, no professional traders are eligible, so you don't have to worry about getting smoked by Flarry every week. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> they'll 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 join us and and kick our asses, but uh, they're yeah. not stealing the prizes. They're they're providing the prizes. <laughs> they're not pulling a Cartman at the Special Olympics. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, all right. All right, Kyle, any any show news to report? Oh, I mean, I guess I kind of jumped the gun a little bit there, didn't I? Uh, yeah, there is a little bit more show news. Uh, Monday, we got Sean O'Malley, the chief editor and writer for We Study Markets over at the Investors Podcast Network coming out. Uh, and then also next Friday, I will be out of town. So we'll have an extra guest interview episode to release instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure that's going to be Derek Azulu or if that's going to be Brannigan Barrett. Be one of those two. Uh, whichever one's not out Friday will be out Monday. So, Brannigan Barrett. I know. And that guy was awesome. Like, <laughs> that is really name. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't really come across that one very often. It sounds like a character in a movie or a uh, cartoon. Or a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Brannigan. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. All right, folks, strap in. We have got a pristine, playful, peculiar show for you today. Lots of market moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and brighter futures than a Russian mercenary taking a plane ride. Oh my gosh. How but do to, you put everybody in the plane like that? You, you know, Kyle, it does seem to be either hubris or like a misdirect. It just seems unbelievable. Something right? is very wrong there. Right. Do, do you Were you got, about to ask me if that was too soon? Because, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That guy? No. <laughs> Regardless of how it happened, that guy was I kind mean, of a piece of shit. I did. He really think like, well, I'll be the only person in the world Putin won't venge kill. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh no, we're good. We're good. No. We had a little tiff, but <laughs> no. I just challenged him on the world stage. Our relationship is special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, reach out to us. We we love our your messages and comments on Twitter and Facebook. Again, over on our Discord, it's the best place to toss them up. If you're old school, you can send us an email, bulls at financialineptitude.com. That's the number two, B-U-L-L-S, at financialineptitude.com. Uh, maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe you've just been cruising underground, enjoying that sweet dirt life. Uh, when some sharp vibrations draw you to the surface where you find tiny deadly creatures, but they're too <laughs> delicious to ignore. I know what movie that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think I do. What was last right. week's? Last week's. Uh, you're you're constantly throwing amazing parties in an effort to steal your neighbor's wife, but it's her annoying male cousin from the Midwest who keeps showing up instead. Mm, that feels like an old '80s rom-com. <laughs> does it? Kind of does the way you described it, but uh, <laughs> I'm guessing that's not the case. I would love to see that remake. <laughs> what, what was it? The Great Gatsby. Oh, oh! I don't know. Was that Leonardo DiCaprio's in that? Right? Oh, in the movie, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think I he, saw that. He one. played the Gatsby. He that would be from his point of view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see an eighties rom com of the Great Gatsby. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if we should write that. Uh, yeah, our consequences we we'll lose this week. <laughs> I, I want I want Toby Maguire to to play the cousin. I uh, re- revise this role. <laughs> all right, all right. I think it's time to talk about those awful bet results. You sure we can't just you know digress for a little bit longer? We can, yeah, sure. Uh, no, we'll yeah. get it over. It's like a band aid. Rip it off, right? Yeah, get it done. All right. Well, we uh, thought we'd go long JWN Nordstrom, thinking mm-hmm. that uh, you know it's kind of selling off going into earnings. Thinking we might get a nice little pop out of the earnings. Yeah, uh, we were wrong, like very, very wrong. But Couldn't have been more wrong. On the plus side, we were stopped out before we were very wrong. Mm. Uh, mm. Opened on Monday at nineteen twenty-one. Uh, Gap below our stop on Tuesday, eighteen oh four. This was before earnings. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it closed the week somewhere around like fifteen dollars a share. Ooh, uh, but we, uh, yeah, we went from four ninety ninety nine to four sixty one oh nine. That's not looking good. And that's because it, it gapped below our stop. Yeah, and I think this might be the last one for the week since we're not going to be here next week. Oh well, there's no 
I don't I mean, get we to can make a pick this week, but then I don't know how that's going to work if we're coming back on the eighth next. Ooh. Well, how did random do? If we call it here, did we lose? Oh yeah, <laughs> handily, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we're going to lose anyway. <laughs> random uh, had BCS Barclays. They opened the week at 7:41, and even with all the sell-off, it only closed on Friday at 7:34. Random is oh, sitting God. at 4.97.97. Okay, so we need like a 10%. Yeah, we need 10% just to get the break even. Should have gone long AMC. Did you see us up at like 15 again? What the fuck? Well, yeah, also 10 for one split and 90% dilution. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Wow. We'll talk wow. more about that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get to and then yeah, I got more to talk about bet wise, but we'll save that for the end. Okay, we'll make a decision when we get to there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, let's uh, talk about some news. Yeah. All right. Dow drops deep on moving inflation, COVID frustration, war damnation. We're just bringing you the fucking news. You gotta recognize the game if you don't wanna lose. We're just skitty tools trading information. Yeah, we are. Rioters raiding, insider trading, taxes are raising, bills on the hill. We got a crypto mill. No, they ain't growing weed. When the Fed speaks today, it's some shit we don't need. Sing it, man. Two bulls trading information. What? Two bulls trading information. I'm inclined to agree. Two bulls trading information. That is accurate. Very accurate. What information? All right, Dan. I think you got the big story this week. Uh, yeah, CD rates are back. Oh, uh, oh, was, oh I mean, okay. Was that, like, is that not the big story? Are you talking about the 11 for one deals we used to get when we were kids? Yeah, Columbia House and yeah, BM, yeah. BMG Music Group. <laughs> you also got entered into a sweepstake to win a billion dollars. <laughs> oh, so while, well, yeah, yeah, just real quick, CD rates are back up above five percent so it, it it might be a viable investing oh, strategy yeah. de- depending on uh whether you've got enough money to make it so and how inflation goes oh inflation right oh yeah 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 that's yeah, the inflation thing. was a thing yeah that was a thing uh uh powell had the had, spoke at the jackson hole wyoming jackson hole. symposium yeah i was seriously wondering why they hosted it there my initial thought was that they're sticking him in the middle of wyoming so they can't make stock trades <laughs> apparently that's a big billionaire retreat like there's a lot of skiing fly fishing all kinds of shit in fact the reason why it actually has been located there is since 1981 was because of paul Volcker. volker he was yeah. the federal reserve chairman then he wanted to attend the big fly fishing tournament in that area which was held in late august are you fucking serious yeah yeah <laughs> So if oh, you ever wondered why well, they do it in Jackson Hole, that's why. Well, because because it's a fishing. Mm-hmm. It's exactly yeah. This isn't a work trip. This is a this is a free paid vacation for these guys. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is absolutely a vacation in which he gets to stand at a podium podium and say, "quote The Fed Bank is prepared to raise rates further." Mm. Yeah, that's like a twenty minute speech to too. bring that's inflation just... down to our two percent goal. It was, was it. <laughs> probably the shortest speech I think I've seen him give since he's been chairman. He, and he, he could have given it in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. That fishing must have been really good this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're not changing targets. Uh, they're going to keep raising rates. Core mm-hmm. inflation is, is nice and sticky. It's not not dropping quite like we'd like it to. Best kind of inflation is sticky, isn't it? Sticky inflation? No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> what what what's what's really getting me though is the cumulative impact. Like, cause it's it's like, oh yeah, June first, twenty twenty two, inflation was nine point one percent, and now we got it down to three percent. But when I go into a fucking Walmart to buy the same exact air filter I got in twenty twenty, that costs forty dollars, and now it costs sixty dollars. Yeah. And the filter that used to cost $20 now costs $30. I'm saying inflation's at 50%. Right. From right. what I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean that prices are going to go down anytime soon. They're still going up at 
Yeah, so yeah. So they're just trying is, to make them go up slower. If you need an, if you need a lesson in compound interest and the power of compound interest, <laughs> yeah, look at inflation. <laughs> look at inflation has <laughs> done the fucking prices. Uh, the the good news for people on the ground though is we finally got positive wage growth. Mm. Like uh, wage growth is back in positive territory where we haven't seen it since 2020. Ah, yeah. so that's good for us. But but the the Fed does not see no. that as good. No, they actually think that that's causing the inflation. Yeah. Yeah, then probably some of that, but you can't hold wages flat for so long and not expect some kind of correction to happen at some point. Well, the system can't work if people on the bottom, which are the real engine of the economy, is the the, the little people. Mm -hmm. If they don't have the money to spend, the economy grinds to a halt. That's just a fact. Yeah, Dan, the fact fact is the economy runs on little people like you. Yeah, exactly like me. (laughs) Little tiny... Tiny people who could barely move a 250-pound box. Sorry, I've got Christmas vacation stuck in my head again. It's little people <laughs> like you. Like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what, what do you got for big news? Well, uh, I don't know if you've been paying much attention to China, but apparently there's a, some turmoil going on over there. Uh, not just what's been going on with mm-hmm. the real estate issues. Evergrande and whatnot. No, uh, there's been $11 billion worth of outflows from Chinese stocks over the past 13 days. And this Whoa. is through Wednesday. So like $100 million a day is getting sold off. Yeah, that's the longest stretch in going back to 2016, according to Bloomberg. Uh, most of it is because of the real estate stress in China. Hmm. Let's see. The key. Kuechao uh, <laughs> Motaiko. I'm going to get you uh, uh, Mandarin pronunciation lessons. <laughs> Do you think that's? Do you have to say it like that, like sing songy? Hui Chao Mon Poi Co. Well, no, that's that's like a key difference yeah, between yeah. Asian languages and ours is the tonality. Yep. Yeah. Um, they are the number one maker of alcoholic beverages. They saw the heaviest selling. Foreign investors dumped eight hundred fifty-one million dollars worth of the stock uh, from the seventh through the eighteenth. Yeah. When misery goes up, people drink more. What are they doing? Uh, not in China. <laughs> Uh, the CSI 300 index of Chinese shares was at a nine-month low this week, taking declines from a February high to about 13% amid investor discontent with a slew of unfavorable economic data and a perceived lack of government intervention to support struggling sectors such as housing. Um, could you could you explain that to me like, like I'm a five-year-old? No. Uh, oh. I can read it to you good, slowly good, like an American good, good, in good France. Answer. Good answer. <laughs> uh, yeah. 13%? No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> 13! Look at my mouth! One, three. <laughs> uh, I did not realize this, but apparently the property sector is 30% of the country's overall output. Wait, the property sector? Like people yes. paying, paying rent? I, I guess. Or just new constructions. But how can that be 30% of your country's output? What? You can't output housing, can you? Well, I guess, I mean, if, if it's like, I guess that's this is the shipping container tiny home craze. <laughs> guess. They're all made in China. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> and that's why they, they're, yeah, taking them from the Iran tankers that they keep seizing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, so uh, I guess the Chinese government has pledged to support that struggling sector, but there has been no concrete intervention yet announced, uh, and any rescue efforts could arrive too late for the developers like Country Garden or Evergrande, who are either running out of time or already out of time. Or just out of time, yeah. 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 So things not looking good in China. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. Well, there are uh, over in Europe, they've, they're facing much more important things than an imploding economy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I actually think this is a positive thing. Oh. Uh, it's, 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 not, it's not as important, but uh, the EU has passed the Digital Services Act. Mm-hmm. That's going to that's gonna affect uh, Facebook, Google, and X, and TikTok. And, Can uh, we just... I, I refuse for, to call it X. Formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. Twatter. Twitter. Uh, Twix. Twix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll just call it Twix. Um, this and this this could have repercussions everywhere, right? If yeah. these if these these companies want to keep uh 
keep doing social media in the EU, uh, they've got five key issues that uh, this this law addresses. The first one, illegal products. Uh, if you're going to be in the EU Facebook marketplace, you've got to you got to get rid of the illegal products people are listing. Mm. Um, Wait, oh, what's their argument? We're just a marketplace. We don't. Yeah, we were not have the any ones. say over the people who are posting the materials exactly. they're selling. Exactly. Like, exactly. We're not a, we don't moderate the speech on our platforms. Uh, just like we don't moderate the products. Exactly. 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 Just like at a whorehouse, I don't moderate. I don't check everyone's ID. Look, I just <laughs> own the place. These yeah. women show up. These men show up. They go to the room. It's up to them. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, uh, illegal content. The, they they don't they want them to install new measures to crack down on mm-hmm. uh, propaganda, election interference, hate crimes, online harassment, and they want to make sure that social media is doing all that while still ensuring the fundamental rights recognized by the EU of freedom of expression and data protection. I'd which, like to see them do something about the troll farms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll speed it up because this is not entertaining. Protection of children. Um, they they want to make sure that social media isn't tracking and targeting kids with ads. Oh, yeah. So if, if the kid, if, yeah, if you register as under 18, Let which me ask I, you. I, I, mean, I was thinking of, I was yeah, going to start, start it and say, I'm one years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go with the business age. Um why is it uh, not okay to advertise targeted to kids, but it's okay to do it to adults? Um, because kids are are too dumb. I don't know. Mm, uh, I've met a lot of smart kids. I've met a lot of stupid <laughs> adults. <laughs> it's yeah, they, the kids need privacy and safety, and we don't. I guess not, huh? Um, yeah, because apparently it's bad for ch- children's mental health, but not ours. Yeah. Uh, the the big one that for me, they they also. They, they, uh, they, their big one is banned on dark patterns. But before we get there, they, they also, uh, they're going to cut out. They're like, no, you can't collect race, gender, and religion to target mm-hmm. advertising. Yeah, I, I like that. Off. Yeah, uh, me too. but but the the dark patterns, they did an audit of 399 online shops and found 40 percent of them use manipulative practices to exploit consumers' vulnerabilities and trick them, like mm-hmm. hiding delivery costs. Hiding mm-hmm. cheaper options, fake countdown timers with a deadline for a purchase. Oh, I, yeah, I uh, fucking hate those things. S- oh, there's only three seats left. You got to book it now. Sites that, yeah, exactly, exactly. Buy it now. Bullshit. And then sites that manipulate you into a subscription. Mm-hmm. They're cracking down on that, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 this is good shit. Yeah, this is some good shit. Why, why is Europe on top of this? And our deadlock piece of shit legislatures can't do raise their fucking finger. They can't. They can't even promote a general anymore, Kyle. Well, they don't do even you, have a fucking armed forces. Do you know what they what they are focused on? What's that? They're Something good. I hope the Credit Card Competition Act. Oh. Uh, this is uh, not exactly new news. This uh, this story I think was published like a month ago, but uh, it's kind of a big deal in my opinion. Yeah, it's a bipartisan push in Washington to clamp down on credit card fees. So it's a bill introduced in both the House and the Senate uh, that aims to bolster competition for credit card processing networks by requiring big banks to allow at least one network that isn't Visa or MasterCard to be used for their cards. Uh, That way they give merchants who have to pay interchange fees a choice that they rarely otherwise would get. Interesting. How do how, how are retailers responding? Uh, well, I'll tell you that the retailers will love this and you know why <laughs> it saves them fucking money. Yeah. Two to 3%. But yeah. guess what that two to 3% usually goes to. Oh, the, the banks. No, that goes to the visa mastercard discover, but that's what actually funds all of their credit card rewards programs and, uh, their fraud oh. protection. Oh, it's so they don't, they don't take that money from their profits off of the exorbitant no. interest rates. No, 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 no. They use that to entice the consumer and that the retailers are basically funding those programs. So, of course, Amazon, Best Buy, Kroger, Shopify, Target, Walmart, uh, and nearly 2,000 other retailers, platforms, and small businesses are all urging lawmakers to pass this. They're like, do it. And then Visa and MasterCard and Amex are like, no, 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 no. It's like, you're going to hurt the consumers if you do that. (laughs) Uh, And I... I, (laughs) 
you know that if Amazon, Best Buy, Kroger, Shopify, all these co- companies save two to three percent, or even like one or two percent on their transaction fees, they're not cutting costs for consumers. Wait, that's just not. going to their bottom line. No, no, no that's what's going to happen. They'll surely use it to pay higher wages, Kyle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just isn't it amazing how when you have this many big name companies on board with something that it suddenly becomes a bipartisan project you know that that is amazing yeah it's like magic it's like magic kyle (laughs) something starts to get done and it turns out it's because there's a ton of money behind it yeah right like if you really want to help the consumers why don't you do something about the exorbitant interest rates credit card companies charge (laughs) their hands are tied kyle their hands are tied no that's yeah exactly (laughs) Oh, we can't. We can't get an extra 2% from Walmart. Sorry, guy. You can't have those frequent flyer miles anymore. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We barely make it a profit with 20% yeah. on your <laughs> payday loan. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, uh, that's all I got for regular news. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know what I, I'm I'm really ready for? I could really use right now, Kyle. Really good yeah. for my head. It's a, it's a couple advertisements. Really set me straight. Oh. You know what? I can I can get you your fix, man. But uh, you know that Jones and- I, I gave you that first taste for free, buddy. But you're gonna have to do something for me this time. Oh, does it involve unzipping? You know what it involves. <laughs> are you looking for that perfect gift for the special someone in your life? Well, you are in luck because the China Shop Shop has you covered. Whether they're a fan of the markets or not, our products are sure to confuse their recipients in a way that's sure to bring a smile to your face. And for a limited time, use promo code YOURMOM for 20% off. So remember, shop the China Shop Shop, your source of niche stock market podcaster swag at financialineptitude.com. Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ooh, those are some good advertisers. <laughs> oh, ah, I need some Listerine. Oh, God. I don't know if I want to leave that one in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first taste is free, buddy. First taste is free. <laughs> All right, let's play the stock song and move on. All right. Gets out of- All right. Now it's talk about stocks time Looking for setups and still not advice Big moves, fresh news and earnings All that we're saying is still not advice Stop time Please don't do it. Right, you want to you wanna kick us off or should I start off with my AMC story? Oh, well, I mean, now I got to hear the AMC story. Uh, I mean, if you remember, we talked about how the courts had tried to stop the ape conversion from happening, and then that yeah. got overruled. Well, it actually did go through finally. Um, they implemented their one for ten split of its common stock. So for every, you got one share for every ten shares that you had before. And yeah. then the AMC preferred equity unit was also converted. Numbers on this thing are fucking staggering, though. Uh, okay, so the the reverse split took place on Thursday. It reduced the common share count to fifty two million. 
Then on Friday, the 995 million Ape shares converted to roughly 100 million AMC shares. Mm. So Ape shares should no longer trade as of uh, Friday. Uh, and then on August 28th, AMC is paying out an additional one share for every 7.5 shares owned as of closing on the 24th, which will result in another 59 million pre-conversion AMC shares. So that's a 13% increase from the pre-conversion share count. Ultimately results in 158 million outstanding shares. Uh, and then once all those actions are completed, they have the authorization to issue up to 550 million additional shares without further shareholder approval. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so they can dilute it by a, ta- by a, by a factor of four? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But wow. what was really interesting is Wedbush. Uh, they upgraded them to neutral from underperform, saying that they think AMC is well positioned against an improving industry back, uh, backdrop. They expected North American box office says to end up 20% higher than in 2022. How, when all of the companies that make these movies are are showing like, we can't keep making these movies, we're not turning a profit. And aren't all the actors striking? All the actors and the writers are on strike yeah. right now. In, in fact, Kyle, I think, I mean, this, this may be a little bit conspiracy theory, but that article might be designed to attract some interest to the AMC uh, yeah, to pay yeah. for all the new shares that they're going to they're <laughs> gonna dump on the market. <laughs> Somebody's got to buy them. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody was buying on Wednesday. Buys outnumbered sell orders two and a half to one, uh, according to J.P. Morgan. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know I finally canceled my credit card to get out of that AMC subscription. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they wouldn't end it on the app, and they wouldn't, when I went into the movie theater, they were like, yeah, we don't do any, that's not us. That's another company. To try tweeting Adam Aaron? No. Or Xing? Is it Xing now? Twixing? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't even I didn't even attempt twixing Adam Aaron. Um such an idiot. Okay, I thinking? can do that for you. All right. Well no, I actually I literally canceled the credit card. Yeah. I just yeah, closed sometimes it. you have to. I, well, I think I've done that before to get out of some fucking the, current fees that some, you can't cancel. The the lady said that just changing the number, they're like on our back end, we see it as a subscription, so we're just gonna carry it over to the new number. And oh, I was what? like, Oh well fuck you very much. Uh why don't we cancel that card? Yeah. Thank she's you. she's like okay, <laughs> wow, all right, Jesus Christ. Well, I don't need this credit card anymore. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, all right. Well. Anyway, I got what a nice got? little <laughs> talk about fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Chicago is suing Kia and Hyundai, uh, and and I'm actually I'm all for this because it's it's fucked up, and also mm-hmm. I'm involved in it personally because I own a Kia Soul. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, so you, you do have a soul. I do, I do, but it's at constant risk of theft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the 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 city's complaint is that Kia and Hyundai didn't equip any engine immobilizers or anti theft technology in their cars between 2011 and 2022, mm-hmm. where when everybody else did. And then, of course, that TikTok video came out that showed everybody how to bypass their fucking ignition. Right. Um, it's it's something stupid. Like the amount of cars in Chicago. Yeah, in 2022, 7,000 Kias and Hyundais were stolen in Chicago. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. And it's it, it makes up a, a large percentage of all the cars stolen, uh, enough to where Chicago's like, holy fuck, Hyundai and Kia, if you'd done something, we'd have a lot <laughs> less car thefts. <laughs> so what are they suing them for? The cost to investigate? Um, well, originally the, the Illinois attorney general tried to get them to do a federal recall. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't, that didn't work. Mm. So, uh, they're, they're, they're suing them to, to try and recover some of the money and the costs of the law enforcement operations that they've had to do. I know, I, I know that I, I said it on this show before I couldn't fucking, it's hard for me to get car insurance now. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah, that is. And Kia's like, well, did you want to put a club on your steering wheel? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the solution. Uh, could be. Maybe. I don't know. How big are those things? <laughs> They're fucking large, and I don't want them rolling around my car. I, also, I is actually... There, is there a TikTok video showing you how to defeat those, too? <laughs> probably. <laughs> you, you know what I do, Kyle? I just disconnect the battery when I park mm, smart. outside of my garage. I'm yeah. Like, 
I'm like, yeah, where's the Tic Tac challenge to pop the hood and, and diagnose the electrical issue? Right. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do I got? Oh, speaking of cars, actually, um, yeah. I think you brought up uh, or we both brought up the the auto workers uh, potential strike. That oh, Ford yeah. United Auto for. Workers. Yeah. Um, apparently it's not going all that great with the big three auto workers. Um, they did manage to get a contract with UPS, a new five-year contract that averted a strike. Uh, also American airlines group, their pilots did the same. So looks like the biggest one now is still the big three, uh, auto workers. Yeah. The UAW. And then, yeah. so, so the, are they, they're still, they're, they're on strike now. They're not on strike, but I think they authorized the strike if the negotiations fail and the talks have not been all that great to start out with. They've been tense. Uh, UAW president, Sean Fain broke the tradition of shaking hands with the auto company's executives at the start of the contracts in mid July. Uh, he also uh, apparently chucked uh, Stellantis's offer into the trash. <laughs> do, you, do you have any opening remarks? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, analysts at Evercore ISI are putting the odds of a strike at the big threes greater than 50%. And they say the next three weeks are going to be crunch time to get something going to avoid a prolonged strike. Wow. Suddenly, the, the Tesla plant in Texas is like, yeah, go ahead, do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so things not looking great for, for the big big three autos. Yeah. Well, you know, after UPS, they got a they got a nice, nice wage hike for those. Yeah. Those drivers that fucking make <laughs> make Amazon and the rest of the world go round. <laughs> yeah. And they're hot trucks. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. We, we've got like this wave of strikes. I I, I can't. I, I think the workers I, have the power. Oh, 100 percent. There's we're going to see them cave tight labor market. Until, uh, the I think that's really going to stop that. I think is probably an actual recession. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, shit is right. bad. Shit is shit is really bad uh, for for the common folk. Yeah. Uh, it's so bad. Dollar Tree is going to start locking up some of their merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. you serious? It sounds, it sounds like a joke, right? It does. Yeah. No, I'm dead serious. Dollar Tree is like. We're we're down three percent quarter to quarter in sales, and it's uh, uh, due to shrinkage. Wow! So they're gonna start locking up products that cost a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> and I just and, lock the whole store. Just say here, browse right. the e-menu, and we'll bring it out to you. You, good lord. That's what's going to end up happening. They're going to be like store vending machines. You won't even be allowed inside of it. You just punch in the product you want. It'll drop Pretty it. In the, yeah. Well, uh, was Amazon and Whole Foods were, were trying that where you have to have your account and your card. And then when you shop, it just tracks everything and automatically charges you as you leave the store. Right. Uh, I don't like that either. Because you you know what they're going to do in that case is you're yeah. going to put all the shit the kids want to grab really low at, you know, toddler yep. height. And they're yep. just going to stuff their pockets and walk out. And mom's yep. not going to know. Yep. Oh, oh you kn- I know I would have done, oh, I done that as like a six, seven, eight year old. Oh, yeah. I was constantly throwing candy in the cart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and see if mom notices I'm going to put this under the bag of sugar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the rise in theft and Dollar Tree items is because all of a sudden people are just getting more criminal. Yeah, right? exactly. This has to do with the fact that people are putting groceries on their credit cards. Mm-hmm. Right. You go to Dollar Tree because you're like, yeah, I got 10 bucks to I can spend on whatever. If you're going to Dollar Tree, it's because to steal. It's because you have zero dollars. Yeah, right. It's where homeless people go to get their food, man. Yeah. See, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Nope. A lot of, a lot of things not looking good for the near term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, should we uh, should we get some good news and move on to crypto? <laughs> is that where is that where the good news is deciding? It could be. You never know. Um, I I did have one last uh, honorable mention. Oh yeah, for yeah. for a story. Uh, remember Zillow lost all that money on the house flipping? Oh yeah, yeah, 
yeah, they've just announced that they're going to introduce a 1% down purchase home purchasing program, home loaning. Oh, okay. That's a good way. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, Get people who can't even afford uh, the minimal payment to, yeah. to take on a, a mortgage with 7% interest. Well, that's just it too. Like they, you read their requirements. And one of them is, is uh, you can't, you can't make too much money. Like it's only it's only for poor people. Okay. Um, it doesn't solve anything though because no, not really. A smaller down payment's just a, it, with these interest rates, especially it's just a higher monthly mortgage. I wonder how are they doing on all those houses they ended up buying at the peak. They lost a ton of money. I so I think this is this is them doing trying that same thing, but now they're they, they're trying to push that liability on other people. Right, exactly. That's, that's that's my my takeaway. I'm like, oh, oh, they, they 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 still want to do the house flipping, but they want you to be liable for the loan. Oh, uh, looks like it's only available in Arizona right now, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a pilot program. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I love how the article says homebuyers typically aim for twenty percent down. <laughs> nah, I yeah. always aim for five. <laughs> it's like, if you can put twenty percent down. You're doing, you're doing a okay. You're doing better than me, right? <laughs> like I just could. I never wanted to. Yeah, like, yeah give me the three percent uh, <laughs> interest rate on borrowing twenty percent, and I'll go stick the rest of the stock market. There you go. All right, that's that's uh that's all I got. All right, let's do some crypto then. I got some crypto in my wallet. Yeah, I got some crypto in my wallet. Some Doge, Sushi, Polka Dot, NFT. Decentralized, anonymized, fabulous cryptocurrency. Well, do we have any good news in crypto? Uh, Bitcoin velocity's low, and the, the RSI says oversold. So maybe, maybe a turnaround. I did see. I think it was JP Morgan or somebody saying that they thought the downside risks to Bitcoin were minimal right now. Oh, it's <laughs> already everybody who's gonna sell is already sold. Yeah, yeah. Basically, after that sell-off, uh, yeah, they they thinking the sounded like they thought the floor was in. Uh, no, I got one from Coinbase. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're talking with Canadian banking giants to try to convert, uh, trying to convince them to support the crypto ecosystem in Canada, which the company has recently entered as it grapples with regulatory uncertainty in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lucas Matheson, the director of Coinbase's Canada operations, says he's been having conversations with their tier one banks. He did not identify them by name, but the largest, uh, the big five are the Royal Bank of Canada. Toronto Dominion Bank, Bank of Nova Scotia, Bank of Montreal, and the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. Oh, wow. That's a lot of banks. He said he's hopeful that over the next few quarters, they'll see some of the larger banks in Canada start participating in the crypto economy. They started operating in Canada this month after being sued in June by the SEC for operating as an unregistered securities exchange. And of course, uh, they're praising Canada's approach to crypto regulation. I'm guessing the, the bar for... Uh, good uh, is is just not suing them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 don't just don't attack us. Yeah, he did say that the regulators have been engaged and helpful in finding the right regulatory framework for both the digital asset economy and the country's own ambitions to become a leader in the space. Okay, okay. Does does Canada have regulations in place? Um, good question. Uh, apparently they do. Uh, it's hard to really tell what they are. Um, I don't think we have enough time to research that and <laughs> dive into it. But uh, yes, they do have regulations. Uh, apparently they're more friendly than the U.S. We'll just say that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, if they if they if they solve that puzzle, more power to them. What's interesting though is uh, people like Binance and Paxos have exited the Canadian market due to their the introduction of some stricter rules 
Uh, I guess, in, yeah, okay. So in July, they proposed capital plans for banks and insurers who hold crypto assets in an effort to bring more clarity on how to treat the asset class when it comes to capital and liquidity. Mm. So some crypto firms are moving to Canada. Others are leaving it. So I guess the I guess the verdict is mixed. The Wild West. Some people are leaving California. Some people are showing up. Well, some people like it when you can shoot your neighbor and steal their land. Uh, other people find that to be a bit of a hindrance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wagons East. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got for us? The U.S. has arrested a guy and put another guy on the sanctions list. Do you remember uh, Tornado Cash? No, I've never heard of that one. I don't think. Uh, they, the U.S. shut him down. It uh, it was an Ethereum mixer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, when I when I read about, I'm like, what the fuck did Tornado Cash do? I'm like, oh wow, okay, so that's like the definition of money laundering. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, they did a thing called coin mixing or coin tumbling, where you put your Bitcoin in, and it just everybody puts their coins in, and it just mixes them up and spits them out, and then you get new just a different coin, <laughs> and they do it blind so the the coin comes out without any transaction history nice so like i can we can swap coins but i don't know who you are you don't know who i am and there's no record right and Uh, now there's no way to prove how you got your bitcoin yeah so apparently this is um how north korea uh they stole about 620 million in ethereum and as of march 2022 they were able to launder 455 million of it through Tornado Cash. Wow, I've been wondering how they're able to do that with the unique identifiers. That makes a lot of sense. That's how they did it. So they finally, the U.S. finally arrested one of the guys, put the other guy on the sanction list that were running Tornado Cash. Uh, that's not surprising. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <It's> shocking, <laughs> right? But the sad thing is, there's probably like 15 other ones out there doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, so much for the, the fucking ledger. <laughs> Goddamn. I didn't know it was that easy to confuse it. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and then um, I did. I also had one other story. Let's make sure wonder how many banks are doing the same thing. I, was, I wasn't going to mention the story, but uh, uh, it, the article after that one on the, uh, that website, if you follow it, if yeah. you go over to Crypto News on the Discord, uh, Bank in Washington, Farmington Bank just got shut down for... Uh, trying to uh, do the the smart contracts through their bank they they, mm. they, they violated some banking rules I, I just shut down the the article i don't have the details but anyway yeah 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 all right um anything else for crypto before we move on uh the irs is proposing new rules to try and tax crypto investors no yeah they're still trying to get their money yep still trying <laughs> to get their money they should you know what they should have done they the IRS should shut, set up a tornado cash and yeah. just skim whatever skim taxes. from the top. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah like whatever the go, tax man. rate is, just skim that amount. They don't care if money is laundered. I mean, there is a spot on your tax returns to put in like money you got from ill-gotten gains. <laughs> there, I mean, there is. <laughs> they don't care as long as you report it. Yeah, yeah. As long as you pay taxes on it, then they're yeah. like. Well, I don't give a shit you stole it from your brother. That's how they caught Capone. Yeah, right? <laughs> you have way too rich of a life for the amount of taxes you're paying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on then. Let's do... Uh, uh, is it time for the what's, bet? What's the What's the next thing? What's the next thing? I feel like we should probably write this down. <laughs> well, while you're looking... I'm, I'm just going to reach back here behind my my back while you're writing uh, that down uh, oh oh i found it i think it's the good bad and the ugly ah oh, jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh it's really effective when you're right next to the guy you don't even have yeah, to aim it's really easy <laughs> two for one <laughs> <laughs> two for one no. um okay well i'll i can lead us off then i suppose okay yeah um start of the week uh, i traded really well as far as following plan, uh, having good entries, I had a hundred percent lucrative trade score from Monday through Thursday. 
Fuck yeah. Uh, I was executing patiently. I was waiting for spots. I cleaned out a lot of shit on my charts and just kind of broke it down to like the most important spots that I want to watch. And I was not engaging anywhere else. Fuck yeah. If I can keep doing that, then it's just a matter of time. Then we'll hear more about that as we go. Yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, you're good. I, I, uh, I also Monday through Thursday and almost a hundred percent on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, uh, stuck to stuck strat to strategy and, uh, and trading properly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I ended up, I, I only traded what, two, three days. I yeah, took a couple, were, d- took yeah. a couple days to, I went yeah. down to Tucson to see a concert, uh, uh, one night and came back and didn't trade the next day. It was kind of a, just, just drive down for the concert and come back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And even though I ended up flat, like I don't, I, everything was on, on strategy. Like I can't, I can't kick myself at all. Yeah. You know, yeah. and this is, this is, this first, first week I think I've ever, I've ever had, I mean, ah, fucking Jackson hole sucked me into into to a couple, yeah. couple trades that i shouldn't have but uh yeah i've never had a better score if, uh from from my inner boss on like hey trade executor you fucking did good this week fucking nailed it yeah good job and i tell you what man uh i think i mentioned it last week like cutting out those trades that we know we shouldn't take mm-hmm. like those are the ones that really do hurt the worst for me um, Yeah. Just choosing to not take those trades, I think, has been one of the biggest uh, things that has helped with my mental state during trading. Yeah. Yeah. And take, you know what? I also, in part of that good, uh, uh, when you're trading on strategy, I found myself not getting emotional about taking losses. Yes. Yes. At all. At all. I'm like, eh, it's on strategy. What are we going to do? All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about my bad then. And uh, I basically just wrote down Friday. Mm. <laughs> all of Friday. Friday was my bad. All of it. There was a couple of reasons. Uh, first was the really low liquidity is we chose to trade before uh, the Jackson Hole speeches, which I think was a mistake on my part. Um, at least after the first time I took a stop when it was like the... The slippage was insane. The minis were like a six ticks away from my stop and I got filled three points lower than where my stop was. Yeah. Like the first time that happened, that should have just been, you know what? Hands off. Uh, I'm not going to trade anymore until the liquidity comes back. Right. Right. But no, 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 no. I, I took five more or four more. Oof. I took four more trades. I hit a max drawdown and was just not feeling great about it. Yeah. 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 Was it, was it because the trades started to get emotional or because it- I got very emotional, and that's actually my ugly. If you want me okay. to just hit the two if of them, because they're pretty much tied together. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, um, my ugly was how I felt after that Friday, and the good is that the good I take out of this is that I sat down and I did the journaling pretty much right then in that moment. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't done that, I'd have been stewing over this still now as we speak. Yeah. But when I went through and I did my journaling, I went and found that. Like four out of the five entries that I had were actually in good spots and had good logic behind them. They were decent trades, just not right for the market that we were in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like how I let that affect me was not good, but the review process was able to put me in a much better mindset to look back and think like, you know what, even though I was feeling like shit, I was still executing pretty well. I I think that's one of the big, big, big values of that trade journal. Yes. Yes. I, I, I've experienced the same thing in fact, yeah. we, we do together go, you mm-hmm. know, replaying a day, like, wait a minute. I felt terrible about this day, but I shouldn't because fuck, none of my entries were, be- were wrong. Right. Like they were all on strategy. They were all in fucking good areas with good reactivity. I just didn't swing my way. Yeah. Yep, yeah. exactly. Or, or didn't hit my take profit target. Like they're, I could have flattened them for, for something. Yeah, and that's what most of my trades were on Friday. I could have flattened them for a decent for, amount. Yeah, decent profit, or at least something. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your uh, bad and ugly then? Uh, uh, you know, it's f- Friday with that slippage. I also should have stopped. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I I didn't hit a max drawdown, thankfully. Uh, I was I was fl- flat on the day. Oh, uh, nice. Because because honestly, I was attempting like I you know I normally don't trade the 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 big events. Normally, I sit out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this time, I, I I was like Dan, just try try to stay on on strategy. Like mm-hmm. try try and trade it that way. Like wait wait for those big big swings of the first while he's talking, and then like stay on. Wait it. for it to settle out, and then try to look for something. And I had I had an instance where, and I I think I even posted it maybe in the chat. But mm-hmm. uh, I had an in- like I stood I should have stopped fucking trading with that slippage right I had the same yeah. instance with you where like it took my stop and it wasn't even trading anywhere near it and I was like this is bizarre um, right and by not stopping then I had a trade skip my stop oh that's right I had a trade skip my stop and I was I went from up points to to down points and then it took another trade to get back even mm-hmm. uh yeah well good job not letting that really rattle you because that could have been something that could have really like set you in a downward spiral really quickly absolutely and the only reason i got that last trade in was because i managed to take a step back and be like all right no dan on strategy Mm-hmm. If you what what would it do, are you seeing any trades like don't revenge trade that was fucking shitty you shouldn't have been trade like you sh- you already knew slippage <laughs> was wrong uh, so yeah I took one trade got got flat and called it a day yeah nice uh, job but it was it was the uh, I should have stopped when that lack of liquidity and the slippage because because when it got super liquid the slippage was still happening yeah yep like like. Uh, it's yeah. just and the the micros the micros were not not yeah. our friends on friday and this was my first week going back to micros because i was doing mm-hmm. you know i had i like my three entries i was doing three minis and i'm like no if i scale down to three sets of seven on the micros i you know i'm you have a better risk profile my risk profile I, uh, for apex like i'm not gonna hit that drawdown i can just trade all day and i'm not gonna hit that drawdown Unless mm-hmm. I unless I hit like ten in a row, no, I think I, yeah, it's ten in a row, lo- mm-hmm. ten losses in a row, and if I'm trading on strategy, that should very happen. very very low probability of that. Right, exactly. Fucking man, fucking micros. I think part of my issue is this week I I noticed uh, that the volatility was starting to come back into the markets. Like we've been in the summer slowdown for so long that I think mm-hmm. it just caught me off guard. And, Friday was the culmination of that, where I was trading patiently very well throughout most of the week, and then the volatility of Friday hit, and I just got sucked into it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I went from taking like two trades a day to taking five that day. So that tells you, mm. that, yeah, okay, maybe there is a case to be made for each of them, but I still wasn't trading well. Damn. Yeah, and you could look at the TPO on Friday, too. <laughs> it's fucking bonkers. <laughs> right. But I mean, that's why we uh, share these things, right? We, yeah, we, yeah. We take the lessons from it. And we hopefully learn from it. And I'll tell you what: the next time I see the markets uh, the low liquidity environment, I'm going to remember this. How this felt today, or on Friday, I'm going to remember how that felt trying to continue trading in that environment. And I'm just going to choose not to. Yeah, yeah. Go. We'll go play some StarCraft instead. Yeah, exactly. Like, we'll wait for the liquidity to come back on. Come on, there let's you go. go. Play some games. There you go. Find a different market. There you go. <laughs> All right, should we uh, should we move on to a bet pick? Yeah, I hear uh, I hear I'm on deck for a big big swing. Yeah, it's your turn, right? Yeah, <laughs> save this month. If we can. I need it, wanna beat it, gonna win it if I take it from you. I'm filling my position, quit your bitch, and random's gonna lose. Got a chart full of levels and a stop that's not too tight. It's bet picking time in the shop, so pick them right. Danny said you had a couple of choices, huh? I do. I've got two choices for you. The first one is uh, JP Morgan, uh, JPM. 
Interesting. I mean, we're probably not going to get like a 10%. Like this isn't fucking meme. This isn't a week saver. (laughs) Uh, If we're doing two weeks with this one, this is just, is just a safe pick because bonds are going up and, and it's on the daily. It's come back into where you'd expect the, the bulls to hold it at. Yeah, I could see that. They've been, they've been really pushing down and then it just, it hit. Should be a pretty solid support right around 144. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one, it's leading up to uh, uh, earnings on September 6th. Is uh, I don't know, it's a, it's a little little uh, 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 retailer, video game retailer company called Game Gamma Stop, Gamma Stop, G G M E, Gami, Gamistip, Gamistip Corporation. I think they're Asian. I think I'm familiar. <laughs> uh, I I think hmm. I think the chart looks pretty juicy. They're in the middle of a range. They're at the bottom of the range where you'd expect them to hold and push back up to retest the top. Yeah. But then again, earnings have been awful. For uh, most they've companies. been <laughs> beating GameStop at least, but their revenue has been declining, it looks like. Yeah. But when is their earnings actually? September 6th. Until that, well, we could close out our trade before earnings if uh, if, if it's doing well. Stops, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So, I'm 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 hearing Gamista. Well, let's let's we got to figure out here first. Is this a new month? Yeah, yeah. Because what the Monday is on the twenty eighth. Yeah. So it's it switches to the new month this week. Okay, so this is a new month. Uh, I can see the case for either side. I l- kind of like the GameStop one, though. Because JP Morgan, I'd want to get it a little bit lower. I'd want to get it somewhere around 144, 145. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like we've got a bet pick. Kyle, where, where are we putting those stops and take profits? Well, I know the stop should probably go below. That's the distribution low. So where is that? 1541 is the recent low. Yeah. Fit, so 15 even or 1515? I was thinking 15 even. Give it a little bit in case they want to flush it a little bit. Okay. All right. So w- where's our uh, take profits? I would say where's the volume node, the high volume node of the current distribution? I'll start with there and then put the other one at the uh, the other side. I'd say it probably should be somewhere around like 2021. Okay, I got a volume node at 19, I got a volume node at 20 half, and then we got 23. Let's go 20 half and 23. Well, tw- well let's, let's call it 2285. 2285? Front, front run it. Front run it, okay, fair enough. And then do we want to put anything in there for earnings? Like uh, if we're profitable, we put our stops at break even? It's up to you, man. It's a new month, and it doesn't seem like we should risk it. Maybe we could just go half off stops to break even if we're profitable. I, you know, I like to, I like to go big or go home, but no, I, o- oftentimes that makes me just go home. So I don't mind going home. It's been a while <laughs> since we've done some good content for random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Oh. All right, we'll let it ride. All right, we'll let it ride. Uh, okay, let's get a random stock. Random has gone for New York Stock Exchange Capital Goods, uh, Crane Company, CR. Okay, okay. What are you doing, Crane Company? Um, it has just finished a pullback, and it's apparently trying to make its way up again. It's also got a dividend X date coming up, which means I'll probably see some people buying in to get that sweet, sweet dividend. Electronic Technology, Aerospace, and Defense. Why do they not have a stock history past April, uh, Mar- March of this year? Uh, it must be a new company, huh? Either that or they just decided to publicly list. Company was founded by Richard Teller Crane on July fourth, eighteen fifty-five. Wow, this is a very old company. <laughs> yeah, it with less than a year of history. Mm. <laughs> if you zoom out further, do you get more days? <laughs> you just got to go back like another year or decade. Nope, nope. no, you do not. Uh, okay, right. random. That's a fun one. Analysts have it at a buy. Fuck you, random. Okay. Well, all right, all right. Random can eat a dick. Yeah, as usual. 
As is tradition. As is tradition. <laughs> All right. Did we make a show? I I think that... Did we? I is that we did. Was that a show? Wait, you, you were you were recording this whole time? <laughs> oh, fuck no. Oh. Oh. I forgot good. to put a tape in. <laughs> good, good, good. This, these, these are my private personal thoughts, Kyle. I share them with you as a privilege. <laughs> I guess I should probably let you know that uh, for the last three years, uh, everybody's been hearing them. God damn it. I'm going to look like such a fool. Oh, God, how fucking hilarious would that be if somebody did that? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, folks, thanks for sticking around to the end. We love you so much, but we got to go. It's it's a sad, inevitable fact of life. Everything, everything has to end at some point. Where you're going to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time for you to think about your own mortality and impending doom. This wow. Sponsor? <laughs> Burn cream for your ass. Mort's Mortician. Mort's Mortician. It's never too soon to buy a plot. Yep. Oh, God. How did we get here? I don't know. How did we get here, Kyle? It's supposed (laughs) to be the end of the show. We're supposed to be leaving people with a a happy ending. This is not my beautiful (laughs) co-host. My beautiful podcast. It's not my beautiful shop. How did I get here? (laughs) Watching the days go by. (laughs) <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, we'll be back at you next week uh, with a thrilling. Well, no, not next week. We got the guest show. We'll be about back at you in two weeks with a two thrilling weeks. conclusion of uh, the, the swinging for the fence bet ending beginning. We'll figure it all out. Uh, be back at you soon. Until then, pretend you're Britney Spears and hit that five star rating one more time. Oh, Woo-hoo. wow. Yeah. Too Top soon. Culture. Too right. soon. What? What happened to Brittany? Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades. She's getting a divorce because her husband was beating her. Oh, oh, no, no. I meant like, hit me baby one more time. Well, you saying she was asking for it? That's the name of a song. I was just making a song reference. I know. I'm really, I'm really giving this, drilling you on it. I don't know. I don't know why. What really happened? Yes. 100%. All right. Um, 100% this week. Hit the rating, not, not Brittany. Good. Hit the five leave, star leave button. Alone. Hit the five alone. star button like your Britney Steers baby one more time. Like a Britney Spears baby. <laughs> baby. Cue the music. Well. Don't hit babies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Play this out. Play this out quick. <laughs> Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime doll. Baby, my heart's on fire. All right.